0: This
1: is corner flag talk.
0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us once again on another episode of the Corner Flag Talk podcast. We are here once again to you know recap another football weekend ahead of the last international break of 2019. And you know, I know some people not really often talk about football um, he only go through what I just go through you know every like two weeks or something, so I't really see what he complain about, but I' not, not Virgil good,
1: yeah, you know what it is v o j you know just yeah,
0: football <laughs> um, you wanna start there
1: or you wanna l- now we gotta start there, okay, We gotta start there. so
0: it was. I'm going to tell you, this game, it was real hype for me in my mind. Now, but I was like, you know, this is a, what Classico was in 2011-12. Like, two teams at the height of their powers playing against each other. Dog. This is what it felt like. And I was, like, hella excited to go into it. I, I was expecting a blitzer of we got that. But any day this game is going to be remembered for the wrong reasons. Um, and as for VAR, well, not necessarily just VAR, but refereeing on a whole, you know. And it it is gonna leave a blemish on a game that could, in the end, be very. Um, I don't was it? I don't want to say, um, determined, as in to determine the title, but it it put a very big gap between you all and Liverpool, you know, nine points. That's at any point in the season, that's quite insurmountable, you know. Um, but, yeah, you got to remember this game for the wrong reasons. Um, Fabinho's got a beautiful goal, fantastic goal. Roger should have closed him down before. But in the phase of play before that, there was what seemed to be a handball. Um, I still I keep going back and forth on this vigil. And I will say that if it was given, I would have been okay with it if it wasn't. I'm actually okay with it. And gonna tell you why I was okay with it not being given. I was 100% behind it being given. And in halftime, on Flow Sports, they had um, Owen Hargreaves, Michael Owen, and somebody else on the show. Yeah. And they brought on a, a actual ref, no, a former ref. And he's explaining why it should not have been given. He was like, um, it was too much variables leading to the handball. The deflection of a Bernardo Silva, which was actually his hand, before he reached Trent, as well as it um, the speed at which it was going at Trent at, uh, and the lack of distance for him to be able to change t- his hand from the direction of the ball. And lastly, that he was running into the box with Kun Aguero, and he was shifting direction backwards to stay with Aguero. And in changing direction, his hand made what was deemed as a natural motion, Um, Apparently, with VAR, they give them silhouettes of what would be considered natural motion depending on, you know, what players are doing and it is deemed as, you know, being in a natural position even though it wasn't directly close to his body. So, I understood it not being given. However, it wasn't no excuse for City to switch off in that moment Mm -hmm. and they should have defended it a lot better. it was only three players forward still in Aguero and um, Bernardo Silva. There's a lot of players behind the ball should have done better than that. But you know, you know, give me your whole premise on the whole situation. Well
1: uh, yeah, the, you know, as I say, the magnitude of the game is it is in the realm of how classical used to be back in the day because it's two giants of football going head to head. So any little decision go a ag- any little decision that go against and either side will be blown out of proportion, really. But you know, just to jump straight to the to the controversial talk, which with Va, you know, like to get all to get all the bias things out of my head, like it's really it would it would have been a hard call to call, as they said they said on on the on the show they said it's a 50 fi- a fifty fifty call. Is th- those calls you saw calls like that given, but also you also saw calls like that not being given, and in that sense. I understand it not being given, but the only thing yeah. but like cause the the only the only way the only case that that City fans and we have to say that it should have been given is because it, all we all the had to use is ifs and everything and all that now. You just say if the ball if the ball wasn't handled by Trent, still it was behind. But still, like you have to take you have to take those things out out of it. You can't be like it's not to say it's not like a, a last man tackle mm-hmm. where he stops a goal scoring chance. You really can't you really can't say Trent denied a goal scoring chance from still. Because that was what I was that was what I was screaming on my TV for a while. But it did it it did hit off it hit off Van Dyke, hitting into Bernardo, hitting it it really was a mad call and on the other side, if that was to happen was to happen to to us on the other side, that would have been a hard call for us to receive.
0: Yeah, and then now the second call would have been um for Salah's goal, um Beautiful counter-attacking move. However, Salah was offside. And, you know, this is has been our problem with, with VAR and refereeing in England And the whole. is the consistency at which these referees operate with, you know. Mm-hmm. We saw that a man got called back offside yesterday for having our, a big toe offside in the Sheffield United game. Uh, I oh imagine, like, that even...
1: That was terrible. That was a terrible call. You're
0: watching it back afterwards, Virgil. You still wasn't sure if it was offside, though. And I mean, you're like, how they could not... They'll catch that if it really is offside by a millimeter. But you actually saw that Salah was offside, though. And it wasn't by much. Yes, it was a close call. But if Var is picking up a millimeter man offside, Mm. how are they not picking up Salah? Now, I know Vex in the sense that, you know, Salah MF, yeah. i but and in, still
1: and in this realm, I would not say I would not I cannot say I am I am my I am frustrated that VAR, not in the sense that they didn't call Salah not being offside. I am like they did not even go to VAR to consider it. But the same energy that was given in the Sheffield United game yeah, could, have been, be could have been given in that. Because honestly, I find like let's l- let's look at football on a whole and let's and I take you know and from an unbiased point of view. Chef United should have won that game. No, it's true. That that call there was ridiculous. And I feel like if that same thing was happening in that Liverpool City game, that solid call would have been called out. Yes, mm-hmm. that, w- that would have been hopeful for us. But uh, but on a, f- on a whole in football, you had, keep, you had to keep the same energy.
0: No, but up to that point, I think City was just as good as Liverpool, if not better. They just wasn't... Like City. biggest takeaway was that, you know, they weren't clinical at all. But City had chances, though. City had a lot of dominant possession too. Like on God Virgil, tell me in all the football you watching that this wasn't the best performance from City ever at Islefield.
1: Right, and, and I think because the size of these, these two giants, first first and second, whatever what they want to put in Europe on any any other opposition, if Liverpool was playing if Liverpool was playing on Champions League Finals with that with the, with the way how they play, they win in the Champions League Finals. City was playing a Champions League final. The way how they played, they went in the Champions League final. It's just, both teams, they just show how good both teams are. This performance for Man was not terrible in any sense. Credit to our, our defense, the, with, the, with the makeshift defense we had, they were good. They, they, they played well, they passed well, they kept the ball, the midfield did amazing, and we just lacked some crit. No, I can't even say we lacked credit, we just lacked clinicalness. Yeah, you know? And that just from, you know, Whatever, whatever little spelata Aguero in Anfield. Mm-hmm. But everything, the entire football from both sides. Both sides played their type of football. Both sides kept City played their type. Liverpool played their type and executed it. Amazing. It's just that two giant two giants up against each other. This is like back with Madridan Madrid and, Madrid and Barca. Two teams playing good, but one team one team playing be just slightly off in any other any other game would be a winnable months. but between those two teams if one team playing slightly off they puni- they'll get, they get punished for
0: that i'm now looking forward to this now it leaves man city ahead of actually are uh, not not the most comfortable run fixtures coming up after the international break with some hard work to do we spoke about uh, well we have one we spoke off camera about um they play at chelsea at the bridge on the return where they lost actually last year and Chelsea are definitely having the win in their seals right now. They were mm-hmm. so dominant against Crystal Palace, which has been a kind of hoodoo side for them in any 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 pass. But they were beautiful on the day, you know, I think if I remember right, I don't have the number in front of me, but Crystal Palace had one shot. I don't know even sure if it was even on target for that game. One shot. And that's crazy that Mm -hmm. that is total control of the game, you know, and Golo Kante came in, slipped in most normal for Jorginho and Kovacic has stepped up his passing game even more. Um, I have been a huge critic of Kovacic in the past, but he has been phenomenal this season for Chelsea, phenomenal. He has been one of the best ball progressors in the league in terms of his dribbling and his ability to help dictate the play alongside Jorginho. Um, but before we go there, you play them, you play um, Newcastle and Burnley, and then you play Arsenal and you play Man United. And there's a stretch of five games where, you know, it's it's insurmountable At any points drop could leave Liverpool in a possible yeah. double-digit lead, you know, yeah. ahead of you all at least. So I'm not sure about where Leicester or Chelsea could be in that time, you know. And now we're really looking at the points where... Are we seeing that the title is
1: inrecoverable? At, at, at nine points, you can't answer, I can't say that. Because there are a lot of things that could happen. between. It's right now, it's still early in, in November. It is very hard to see Liverpool drop Liverpool drop a nine-point gap to losses. It, is, it, could, it could drop. What can't grab happen? Liverpool could drop from draws. It's about the teams are picking up the pace. Other teams, you know... This Premier League season really has been unpredictable. Where a lot of teams, where a lot of teams that you feel that okay certain teams should get the win off, over they are fighting the mid-table teams and teams that you would expect to be in relegation are fighting and showing a different type of spirit. All those things could could come could come into play for um, for Liverpool. But the main thing is, it is looking at Liverpool and Man City. On both on one side of Liverpool, you'd say you're saying Liverpool dropping uh, dropping points, and you're also saying Man City extending the gap from nine to double digits, and in your head you're to think, which one's looking more likely? It really looked like Man like if there's one if there's one team to slip, it would be Man City, and because of everything that they have, Rodri being rushed back, hopefully I I Rodri was supposed to Rodri was was supposed to come back at the after international break. So, yeah, hopefully... Really 100 today. Hopefully, he that Yeah, listen yeah, yeah that is one. I that And now, something. moving forward
0: now, let's not talk like if Man City mm. were second headed into this game. Because the current second and third place teams uh, Leicester City and Chelsea, respectively. Now, just because we spoke about Chelsea just now, we'll just wrap up on them real quickly. Um, Tommy Abraham has now equalized Rashford's best ever close scoring season. <coughs> and... <coughs> Uh, it just shows um, that, you know, Tommy really is taking his chance um, by the scruff of the neck, um, already in double digits for goals, and he has been the answer to a position that has been so problematic for Chelsea ever since Drogba left, you know? So many solutions, uh, some flatter to deceive, some flatter to deceive longer than others. You know, Morata looked good for a little while, Diego Costa looked like he was the answer, and then him and Conte fall out, um, and... It looks like a homegrown boy in Tammy Abraham might be the answer for them in the long run, you know?
1: Unrealistically, this is right now, things are amazing for, for Chelsea. Because to Milton right now is not really, like if you really look at it, he is not a, a first-choice starter, a first-choice striker for a, a club like Chelsea. But that's where, that's where joy comes in for Chelsea. Somebody who, who you might not say that okay, going forward should be our first choice, sh- our first choice sh- striker at this point in time. putting up these numbers, any acquisition you make in the future of uh, of a proper striker, and you have Tommy behind him, you know for sure Tommy giving him competition. No matter who come in alongside Tommy, you know for sure Tommy going to give him competition.
0: But I th- I think, right? You don't think that the club might be willing to, to, to. Bet their odds in Tommy, and keep giving Basha enough minutes just to keep him happy, and then you just keep the two of them competing against one another. Yeah, and
1: and, and I think you, you have you have a young player with the with the, with the mentality and the playing style of uh, of somebody who been playing who have a lot of Premier League experience, and that's that's where it that's where the good thing coming for Chelsea and and the board. You could you have the option of going out of going out and 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 uh big striker so if you're going to get
0: an striker, you're going for somebody better than Tommy. then you know, or somebody who would
1: you're, go, you're, you're going, going for
0: somebody who can compete with Tommy. You're going
1: right now and any number Tommy here yeah, Tommy could finish this season right now on 13 goals and that is a wonderful season for for tommy it's true you want chelsea it. right now would want a striker that's not i would want a striker that's not saying okay 13 goals is what you're aiming for they want a striker that it could equal to Jimmy Vardy or the the Aguero's, yeah, yeah. the strikers, sh- the striker Chelsea won, but right now you know that you know right that it, yes. you know that you don't have to rush. You don't have to be like okay. You know that if you don't get the striker, you have you have time to work on. It's incredible,
0: which that we are already, You know we are roughly one third through the season, and yeah. we already have not numerous players on um on, if not double digits, close to double digits in terms of the goals, current tallies yeah. and. Obviously, football doesn't work this way, but if you extrapolate that across an entire season, we're looking at multiple, like, it's between 8 to 10 players who would have plus 25 goals. Yeah. And that is definitely size for a very delicious goal board race. Um The other team we mentioned just now was Leicester, and that way we we'll talk about Leicester and Arsenal in one. Um, the game for the first 30 minutes, I would have said, was actually fairly even. Um chances were created on both end and neither team really had the goal score and touch to, to finish off anything um leicester were close closer in more the sense of like like real close calls like in the sense that they're playing across and it just missed somebody or the pass just missed somebody and they were taking these kind of wild shots here and there like when the ball broke to them they like you could see the confidence was flowing now however like I actually did take Arsenal and started off the ha- the first half really, really well. In terms of they created a decent amount of chances. Lacazette should have finished one. Um, Bellerin got one, and Lukas at the firm I got a few, like two or three. And it's just a sign of you know nothing falling for the club right now, nothing falling for the team right now. And the thing is right is that if I if I was to sit down with Unai Emery right now. I don't think that there is a very reasonable argument that he could give me to say that this is why I should stay in the job. You know, there was allegedly a leak saying that the reason that they were willing to keep him in the job was based on the positives of last season, reaching the final of the Europa League, uh, coming as close to top four as they did, and then getting the most out of Aubameyang. However... These aren't things that I think were directly responsible of Unai Emery, you know. I think Aubameyang was an elite goal scorer in Europe even before he reached Arsenal. Um, We reached the finals, yes, but then we got battered in the finals by Chelsea. Completely embarrassed in the finals by Chelsea. And the shambolic way in which we threw away the top four last season was inexcusable, you know. There There was a part where we went in the last, like, if I remember, right, six fixtures where we had no top six team to play. Every other top six team had at least two fixtures with a competing team, at least between um, Chelsea, Arsenal... No, not Arsenal, sorry. Chelsea, Spurs, and United, which were the four teams competing with top four. Each one of them had to face a top six team twice. We had the easiest run of fixtures, and we threw it away. Yeah. And that, to me, falls at the helm of Unai Emery. And then we watch how the season started. But just since we came back... Sorry... Since we won at Burnley Virgil, which was the second match day, we are in the 12th match day. Arsenal have won twice a comeback win versus Aston Villa and a very narrow win. We had to come back to get a two-all draw against Spurs. After that, was, we tried we a two-nil lead at Watford. Then the comeback win against Aston Villa. And then about rattling my memory here boy um then was the manchester united the game in fire right way with all due respect to united you know united in a horrible state right now i do think we have a better squad than them and they played all over us way all over us like i remember talking to some united fans afterwards and saying you know if there's anything y'all should be aggrieved like i know what it's like to face united and feel like you know we should have won there we should have done better but i had no qualms because we didn't deserve anything and then good boys are like say. And then, um, right, yeah, 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 right, correct is right. You see, I was right. Then after we went 1-0 to Bournemouth, where it looked set up for a good game because we scored early, nothing happened. And after we lost to Sheffield, after we drew to Crystal Palace after being 2-0 up, then we drew to Wolves after being 1-0 up. And now we lost to Leicester, and Leicester showed the example of clear direction, clear planning, and having a good coach getting most of your, young, of your players, you know? Mm-hmm. They sold arguably the most expensive asset in the summer to Man United. And they look better. Yeah.
1: They, they were, look yeah. better
0: Virgil fit. They paid, I think for everybody, it was like $13 million for Harry Maguire. I sold him for 85 Made a profit. Got their replacement in the last year for him because there were rumors for Harry Maguire leaving this last year. Got their replacement in the last year. Got, gave him a year to Betty. And they say he's been... The standout centre back in the Premier League this season.
1: Tell me, mm-hmm. a centre back who's been better than Suiyantju? Nah, he has been. He has been amazing. Like he, he does hit the ground running. Like he, wow. It's amazing he how, how the dominant the grand he's grand been,
0: dog. He, sw- he finished the first half, fifty-five attempted passes, fifty-four completed, dog. And you know, last really showed what it was like to be a big team. You know, they kept hammering away, hammering away, and then he goes. This call was just. Was he things that Arsenal used to score, dog? Ricardo Perra with a beautiful inside pass to, um, to Madison. And Madison flexed it to the part of Teleman, Tilleman cross the back for the clinical Jamie Vardy. That was, that was Arsenal. That was Arsenal goal. Tell me, dog. That was an Arsenal
1: goal for sure.
0: And you know I he has to go? He has, has, has to go. I hate trying to sound like, you know, some little child not getting what they
1: want. But... Like, would you tell me why he should stay in the job? And the uh, thing is, like, I understand now, because before I, w- I would say, you know, a manager like Una Emery, he has the he has the ability. But right now, you can't really look at Emery right now. You can't look at Emery this season alone. You have to look at him also, too. Remember, you had to look at him also, too, for how last season also end. So having that, being in the position of being fourth place and losing and losing it in any way he did, now you're asking him, hey, we not we're not in we're not in the front foot. We not we're not there in where we want to be and we lose it. you know. We're trying to get there now. So if if it, if he didn't show any confidence to call on to fourth place, I don't know where the confidence is coming in for him to now get back to that to that point.
0: Sheffield United sit above us in the table right now. On goal difference albeit, but they sit above us. And the top seven teams um, make it top eight, make it top nine. Arsenal are the only team with a negative goal difference. Oh, wow. What's Arsenal best position if the field, Virgil, between the defense midfield and attack? Attack. All right, cool. Makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. You see, I just don't see no reason for him to stay. Mm-hmm. I think this job is too big for him. And I think, admitting that you were wrong in, your in who you signed as a manager, nothing wrong with that dog. It comes with the job. It comes with the territory. Not every manager you're going to hire going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a trial and error thing. It always has been, you know. More didn't work out. I mean, you know, okay, United is not a good example. Cause Nobody's worked out. Yeah. But, you know, Chelsea, look, Mourinho came. It worked, then it didn't work. It didn't work for how long? Four months? They get rid of him. Bring in somebody else. And it just keeps going like that. You know, Emery has been poor since I don't know how long now. Since since midway through the last season. And mm. we were just saying, you know, just get the results. Just get the results. We don't have the right players. We don't have this. We don't have that. Well the man get the players. The man have no excuses again though. He just had to go.
1: Uh, uh, well before we touch into before we touch into all your neighbours, you know, who we like in the same boat as well, Spurs, you know, The like oh looking, no, Like looking at looking at um Leicester and Chelsea. See in that they sit above Man City and Man City currently in fourth. Would you say that Leicester and Chelsea are title contenders?
0: So you're for some way to say this, but so like I think this Leicester team actually playing better than the one that won the title. I agree. I think they're more dominant in terms of how they play. And I think teams actually fear them this round. I fear them. I fear them in that game. And um I fe- I feel when I would say Leicester could you see, I don't see weaknesses in Leicester. Yeah. I see weaknesses in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Now, Chelsea were better this week. And it was partially because um, even though he was improving, they replaced Aspi, they replaced Alonso, and they brought in Kante, along with Rich James and Emerson. And that really helped them sh- um, show up the back line. But I don't see any weaknesses in this Leicester team other than depth. So as long as everybody stay fit, I would say Leicester could be title contenders.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with
0: that. And as you bring them up, you know, Spurs, I want to read two tweets from this other podcast. I listened to the Squawker Talker and the chief editor of Squawker is Mohammed Butt. And this is what he said during the game. He was like, Sheffield United out here looking like 20. From left to right, left goal. Absolute masterclass. And if Varkov comes in, and takes really the goal, right? Then now, a couple minutes later, they score again. He's like, wow. Now they're looking like 20-13 Bayern Munich. Pass, 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 cross, boom, goal. And Sheffield came to Spurs and really played all over them. Like, honestly, if Sheffield won that game, there would not be no qualms about it.
1: No one would have been upset. Sheffield were brilliant in this game. Yeah, like, looking at everything, the way how Sheffield United play, taking out VAR from everything, Sheffield United deserved the win, and Sheffield United, their style of play, they just, they look like, okay, they have no fear, they go at their position, they know, they know this is our, our, our wounded Spurs side, they know this is our chance, we go and take it. They played wonderful, they played wonderful football, person, confident passing too, not a simple, just okay, just set, hit, send the ball into our cross, every pass they make, and every every chance that was created, it felt like, in the back of their mind, you know, with this chance created, we're looking for a goal. Not let's not let hopefully grab something.
0: And it don't feel like if Spurs can like get any respite at any point. It have it don't have any. for Spurs still really look forward to just saying you no, know, we just need this player to come back from injury or we just need that to happen. It it it, it now on the flip side of it though, Spurs sitting fourteenth with Damn. fourteen points. However, between them and sixth place is only three points. So it's not like if you know jumping the table is that hard because you know they have between the teams that are in sixth, which is Arsenal and and them, which is 14, 15 around there, they mm. were they are fairly high in consistencies. But you know, I I have to wonder I don't know I don't think Arsenal are really any running for top four anymore, you know. I I have to say Virgil, that like if this if the four in the top four right now, obviously mm-hmm. the order could change. But if the four who are in the top four right now finish like this, I won't be surprised. I think they have been the four best teams in the league. and mm-hmm. I don't think anybody could even match them in quality in any way, form, fashion, anything like that, you know?
1: Yeah, that really, like, the, p- the teams that are right now on top four really have to be, It doesn't really have to be them.
0: But just to touch on them real quick, because, you know, people mm-hmm. will be upset if we don't. You know, Man United won 3-1 today. Uh, a United fan when I made the predictions on Saturday was like you can predict 2-1 to United you real brave boy I was like Tch. I think United you know they find them back their rhythm Bournemouth is a hard place to go so I understand that they drop points there but you know you know, Anthony Martial really has been a delight since returning from Oh, has been a delight you know when he has played this season and really eases the burden on Rashford although I guess Rashford is taken it too easy because man must have opened goal in this game Real tragic. But, you know, Man United, for all the qualms of being bad, only one point behind Arsenal. And, well, I just said I don't think Arsenal is the race top four, but I guess, in essence, it's really
1: never done until it's actually done. So I guess, you know, there's still a chance. Yeah, credit United side. You know, before the, the um, sack race was Oli, Poch, and Emery, and... Oli getting his points Oli mm. he, scraping his way it's out It's true It's true cre- They look good, I, I, good. Add, add, add a, I feel like the terms s- Marco Silva onto this too you know, yeah He, yeah uh, yeah. he looked all over the place But Credit United I've, You know I always say United look so much good with all Pogba this nah, I Alright, alright.
0: So La Liga, you know, teams that were expected to win actually did win this week. Um Barcelona and Real Madrid both won against Messi with his fifty-fourth hat trick and his fifty I oh sorry. Is it, is that the fifty fourth or fifty second? And whichever one the numbers is, I think it's fifty second. It was his fifty second free kick goal Another amazing weekend for the Argentine and Barcelona currently sit on the La Liga table with Ashley Games in over Atletico, Real Sociedad and such. Um, they are tied on points with Real Madrid. Real Madrid also ran on of winners uh, with Kareem Benzema picking up a couple goals. You know what I'm talking about this. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna actually pull up the actual matches. Yeah, so Barca ran out 4-1 winners, uh, Real Madrid ran out 4-0 winners, you know, Real Madrid ran 4-0 to Ibar, and, you know, we saw the midweek where they destroyed Galatasaray, yeah. Rodrigo being at the heart of it, scoring a perfect hat-trick, um, the youngest player to ever do it after, Kylian Mbappe did it, and... This Real Madrid team, it just, as always, is so unpredictable. But in order to be in form, visual, you need to start some form. And at least now, after two really good games, where we saw them score a combined of 10 goals, concede none, this could be the platform they've been looking for to finally starting to find some form and find something to get out of the season. Yeah,
1: because right now, I feel like... Okay, honestly, the this, this side, I really taking take watching them much for the season. But you could tell like early on, it felt like, you know, how Ronaldo was okay, when things go bad, you know they're looking for somebody to just take them out and looking for that one spark. But I feel like in I feel like everybody f- f- not I, c- I can't say everybody, but more people stepping up for this Madrid side. They're stepping up to add to the all wrong the all wrong goal of they all know where they want to be. They know Real Madrid are a club of great magnitude and we know that okay we know we underperforming and it, it, it really it really is that that rodrigo get did so well midweek and he was got assured shot for this game mm-hmm. but decide the size, the size performing even down to him you can't you can't say that they, they did bad business in transfer because the transfer when the, p- the players performing
0: it's true it's true except it yeah but
1: you know as you say you know hopefully he hopefully he find his form yeah, from yeah. the whole back from Ramos adding into the Ramos getting the, doing the penalty and Valverde, and then Benzema it's
0: so crazy his convolutionary that for penalties fast he, he, he is crazy bro. but I'll, but then like on the flip side now see so y- you look at and right they won the um, four yeah right but then you look at the to the goal scorers in the sense that there has been no one person that you say yeah. has been standout to Real Madrid this year in agreement i pick up another payoff up goals today um, sorry on the match day and has been kind of quietly been doing so he actually got a hat-trick as well in the midweek for against Galatasaray but the goals are sharing the responsibility is sharing all, which was the problem after Ronaldo left that the dependency was such there that nobody really was ready to take up the matter I'm not saying that these players are But you're seeing the responsibility being shared out. Whereas at Barca, you know, it really is a case of if Messi isn't on it or a team finds a way to stifle Messi, then Barca doesn't get anything out of it. And we see that here, where, you know, Barca won, 4-1, very convincingly. But it comes down to a Messi hat trick. And obviously, you have a player like Lionel Messi, who am I to tell you not to emphasize on him, not to rely on him? However, is is the lack of effort not necessarily in this game, but across the season by the other players in the team to to help him out now? is my larger point on this
1: whole thing, you know, Virgil. And just look, and just looking back to, and um, okay, they had g- look at back at the last three fixtures they had. This win could see Messi, you know, they all all big up to Messi again. It, it, it was the thirty fourth hat trick he, he got. Right. And tying uh, time with Ronaldo. So Messi, there's no doubt in Me- no doubt in the quality in Messi. You know Messi was always up there f- when he uh, the when the conversation come about with who's the best. Mm-hmm. Then look in midweek they draw to um, Slavia Prague. That was nil nil. You would not really expect that. Mm-hmm. But then looking back to their loss against Levante, yeah, Messi was the only scorer. Yeah. Messi was the only scorer and nobody else really. Just no, it, yeah, it just yeah, yeah, like it just looks like it looks like Messi and not Messi does Messi does have this side on his back. Mm-hmm. He Messi does he's taking this side. The opposition might not be the might not be the toughest in this league. Yeah. So Messi could continue his magic and drag them forward. Yeah. Whereas now Riemja are finding it finding out the hard way of okay, Ronaldo was this Ronaldo was our player to to. Put the team on his back and drag us forward. But he's yeah. gone. So now we have to adapt. At some point, Barca, will ha- Barca has to go through that. Barca ha- will have to adapt at some point in the future.
0: Yeah. Shifting across because we don't want to you know, keep you guys too long. Let's go Madrid. came from behind to win 3-1. Yeah. Drop some surprise points to level um, Leverkusen in the jam, League. And I say surprise because it came from our own goal from... T- Party that look mm-hmm. so avoidable. I mean, like the so Flux where they don't know, you know what they are about. Rather than they just keep winning and hope that you know Barcelona and Real Madrid chopping up points that they could be in the title race. But you never feel like they have that cotton edge to them, Virgil, to say that they are genuine title contenders, despite the fact that they are um, only one point behind the league leaders. But y- you see it more in their form rather than in the last five games. They won two, draw three. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, admittedly, they have losses in the last five games. Barcelona have won four, lost one. Real Madrid has lost one, one, three, draw one. And whereas you might say, well, I mean, they perform performing better. They make it sure so not to lose. Just goal scoring is a problem. But is is the risk involved in going for wins that sometimes results in losses, but also results in more wins for your team, you know? And the lack of attacking potency with the Atlético Madrid, we saw so many nil-nils for them already this season, mm-hmm. is what tends to cost them when it comes to them challenging for silverware
1: in La, in La Liga. And the... Uh, this my, this is my opinion. <laughs> the honest truth I see behind it is that the Madrid is up there because a lot of teams in the league aren't really up to that quality. Yeah. But for a tighter race now, for, com- for a competitive tight race to, to happen, uh, unless Barcelona and Real Madrid are inconsistent and are not showing good form, that is only when Atletico Madrid would be competitive compared to them. A yeah. good, a b, a good b, a inform Barcelona, informed Real Madrid, is is a way ahead of of a uh, informed Atletico Madrid.
0: No there's two points off for the top, and they have started this season really well. And you know, we've all been familiar with One.
1: you know yeah it is Realso is the only, only team really that doing it o- what are what a teams really char- okay, I, know, well, I know Sevilla and Sevilla still so, so yet to play yeah Sevilla
0: but up there as well Sevilla is currently fifth I think yeah
1: Expand, expand the yeah. table. Expand, expand
0: that. After Sevilla, if I'm not mistaken, it is Bilbao, yeah. <laughs> it's Bilbao. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, you know, I, I forget where, where, where my team Granada was, you know. Hey, so sad, you know. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know the fairy tale cast stay forever.
0: We go across to Germany where uh uh w- w- what is called it again in Germany the, the, the classic uh, yeah you know me and Joe Ge- I can't pronounce something but the big t- clash between Bayern and Dortmund it was took amazing place this weekend and as per usual these days it was a piece thing from Bayern to Dortmund a 4-0 1-0 at half time but after that they really just turned on the style and uh, dominated the um Bundesliga rivals you know they're actually domestic in terms of like actual city, but it was Robert when I the heart of it again scored in every single Bundesliga game so far this season an amazing return from him with only beating in November already hit twenty goals for the season it 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 really wow i I do think he is out and out the best number nine in Europe at this moment in time, and it shows you know in in the results and we kind of, they don't, they haven't hired a permanent manager as yet, but this is a result of, you know, what we see about Bayern all the time, that they're supposed to just generally have that quality on their own to just make it through the Bundesliga. And we saw it here today, and you wonder why they, they couldn't be doing this, you know, last week when they lost 5-1 to Hoffenheim, or every now and again when they drop points um, early in the season, they, they lost 2-1 to Hoffenheim. Yeah, and you you wonder w- where this consistency this be visual from them, you know?
1: Yeah. That, well all credit to them because having a having a Dortmund side of Roy, Sancho, Hazard, Brandt, Götze coming on um Al and still managing to keep a clean sheet. That is amazing. And the quality the quality is there as much as as much really as much as is refreshing to see, you know, Bayern losing and you see any competitiveness coming out in Bundesliga is n- is no doubt you cannot they cannot have doubt and say that the but the quality in the Bayern side is not there the quality in all the other teams did raise but it doesn't mean that the quality in the Bayern side dropped and looking at looking at that they now said they now said third we hang like we hang leipzig and, and gladbach two teams right now that are playing good and and leipzig ran out four two winners just looking at just looking at the Bayern side we see that yes it's not the same the league not going the same how would we normally go? We're Bayern being out not w- just running and just g- leading. It, n- it not looking like League One, basically. Yeah. But the quality is there, the quality around them raised. But this Bayern side, the Bayern side really. They have a uh, they, they have something that they're not really accustomed to within competition. But this is what this is what um This is what champions are made of. They have to come on, they have to come and show. Why yeah. they are the best team and it's good that they have this competition around them.
0: So they currently sit four points off of the top right table, tied in second. They are tied in second with RP say who he just had one four to this weekend. Um and just quickly touch on the munching block guard Black- block again. Marcus Terram got another assist to continue his fine start to the season along with sh- sh- uh Patrick Human is who actually like, you know has been a name that he associated with Mönchengladbach, like a FIFA player mm-hmm. um, as a player associated with Mönchengladbach for real long. And, you know, this, this Mönchengladbach side is actually very small. And for them to maintain this title challenge, you really, really have to hope that they don't have to suffer from a bunch of injuries. But they currently have a, like a lot of players started that, you know, in years past were stalwarts for them, you know, sure starters for them. Players like Lars Tyndall, yeah, um yeah. players like Rafael, the, Bra- the Brazilian, um Ibrahim Players that you knew started for them. So it's not that there isn't a lack of depth. You just kinda hoping that, you know, everybody stays fit for them and they can continue this fine start of the season that they are enjoying, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's very true.
0: So keeping everything, you know, hella brief and thing, as we do. We're gonna go across to Italy. Um, uh, unfortunately we are currently recording during the k- well, not during, it's about to start. It's not gonna start.
1: Hey, positive two minutes past, nil nil. We're taking that so far. So good.
0: During the start, uh, we are recording at the start of the clash between Juventus and AC Milan. One that has in the past couple of years not really been one that has favored the Rosenery a lot, but in other news, Inter Milan came back from behind if i'm not mistaken until when two goals to one mm-hmm. so they currently are on top oh. of the Bundes mm, mm. the syria table mm. um napoli virgil if i remember right napoli dro- yep, napoli dropped points this weekend and i was talking to somebody this weekend about oh my god my man named Slipperman, I know, Um, now um yeah do you think that he could lead this team to any kind of silverware?
1: Carl Ancelotti is really, uh, and all my two days a wonderful manager and this is probably our w- uh, this is a our very good manager for the Napoli side to have. Carl Ancelotti, he's no stranger to winning silverware, no stranger to Champions League success, no stranger to managing big names. Something good, but something just awful for Napoli side with him.
0: It, I... Now, I, I do think part of it is, is you know, mentally. Uh, there's a mental block with these players, you know, after not winning the title for so much years under Sari and coming so close to Juventus so many times. And there was a point where it was like three match days before the end and they were on top of the table and still managed to lose it. Yeah. It 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 plays a, a part of the psyche of these players, you know. And I watched this Napoli team last year, Virgil, and they were comfortably in second for so long, and but yet they were still so far away from first. It was like, well, I mean, we know we had to go there to win, but like, to what end? So what means? You know, and it's not like they don't have good players here. Um, this season, um, Jese has managed to equal, uh, and I think at this point past, they got Maradona's record, um, in terms of goal scoring for the club. You know, we talk about players that are top quality here. Lorenzo Insigne, Fabian Ruiz, Piotr Zielinski, Jose Cagliar. You know, these are these are big names, obviously. Koulibaly is one of the world's best defenders. And you really wonder, you know, like, what's the goal for them? What's the
1: goal for them? You know, uh, what's the end point? Yeah, because right now, Napoli, Napoli just they know know. Are we looking through good in Champions League? We are not really in the conversation of Champions League. We are not... De- the biggest of a way we could see, w- see us getting outside of Italy is Europa League if we happen to fall in today and happen to Yeah, but to they play. lost Arsenal. That's yeah, a, yeah, that's a like big a, indictment of how bad it is. And I, and I think because they, they're a little worried though if they drop into Europa League that they deal with little Arsenal. And they're not really too good. Not anything that lost Arsenal, they lost all their strikes <laughs> in my head. <laughs> oh God. Oh and oh you're, look, God. you're looking at the league. You're looking at before everything started with the, the players that they got and everything. They have a, they have a, a stacked side, really. They have wonderful players on that side that could challenge. D- you're just looking at... You don't know where to look at. You don't know if a different manager would be able to use this, use these players better. That's the thing, Virgil.
0: You think a lot of these players, like let me say eight or nine of the starting level, you can put them in the title challenge and they'll fit in most normal. But yet this team in itself isn't one. Whereas we look at Leicester, mm. where... We keep saying that if we needed a left-back for my team, if I go and get Leicester's left-back, it'll be a top-class replacement. You know, we're saying that they have all the players to be a good team, and now we are seeing them be that team. It's the same
1: thing with Napoli, whereas
0: just Napoli not performing at the standard that they they expect them to be. Yeah,
1: wonderful. Hmm. And a lot of players on this this side could be linked with big big moves. Exactly. Exactly. You know your defense is garbage, though. If you get Bali, Amazing. You get Koulibaly, you get Fabian and Ruiz to come in on a whole a midfield. Jeez, you have Zelensky, a wonderful... He, you know, a wonderful dribbler. Lozano. Any team that won that one yeah, time? In I want, want to, to ah, yeah, and Mertens. It's just a
0: constant state of, of flux. You
1: know, it it's it flux. really... Honestly, it really is a mentality thing. It really is a... Okay, they they know they pushed everything last season to try and to try and challenge for the title. And this season, you just know that okay, we did it once. It re- it really was mentally exhausting on them. They don't. It's it's hard. For most people cannot go about challenging for a title for two seasons in a row. That's why it's credit to material big boys that could.
0: And. It's a real man, that we're not talking about AC. Like, I, I would love to talk about AC. I, I, you know, you I have some players in there that, I, you, you know, make them exciting to watch at times. But they, they are a case of, you know, running through managers that just haven't been working for them. I don't need, need a
1: big boy manager. do need, need a big man to step in. I honestly was was frustrated when I was like, yo, you all have Aston Wenger? Why is not yeah. why is w- why Wenger is not in the conversation of of manager? Why is not Wenger? Why isn't um? I fella it runs my head. Um, gosh, 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 gosh. Karen, but like those big managers that out here that out here was pushing, yeah,
0: like allegri out of a job. I mean, Luis Enrique's situation that's kind of well mm-hmm. known. Mourinho, but that's what one oh. team members like yeah. yo.
1: Mourinho, we have Wenger, and Mourinho. You could do it. Kovacic right now. Kovac, Kovac. Yeah, Nico Kovac. He, Nico Yeah, Kovac. yeah Kovac. why not? He's yeah, why not? But yeah, but still, this si- a team of Milan size needs big managers. There, you need. You can't. You cannot bring a manager that doesn't have a winning mentality to a team that does not know what it is like to win. You need to bring a manager that knows about winning right, to change the mentality right. of the team. But
0: yeah. now it's on. all big sense there, though. Big sense, big sense.
1: Six minutes in, nil-nil. Come on, we're taking that. <laughs> so good.
0: Um, So we're keeping it moving. Anything else? What was on Italy? Roma lost after we had the up last week. Hey. You can't.
1: Roma, Roma, only are doing good for? What are you doing good?
0: I really wouldn't mind Zaniolo coming to us now though. Rumour on the side that if they
1: get ready did, they, yeah, they have some good players that teams could get.
0: Is it Zaniolo and Pellegrini? I would love yeah, them,
1: Those two, yeah.
0: So we move across to France now. You know, PSG, get back to winning ways. Well, come on, I say back winning midweek. But I was talking about in the league after losing to the last place team last week. Come back to winning ways. Angel Di Maria, Amor, Riccardi on the score sheets. Um, you know, I think also the normal, the control in the Champions League group, nothing too big to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, showing their depth, completely rotating the team, all kind of men who get to play who don't normally start. Diallo, start, dark start at right back. Edison Cavani got looking. look in. You know, you know, you wouldn't associate Cavani with, I mean, but he get out look in. Yeah. But the former Maurer he has made him almost indispensable. And, you know, Edison Cavani got a chance. Was subbed off, Cardi Cup one, boom goal. <laughs> it it just that's just kinda how we're working right now. And I was saying um in my predictions that one that PSG have a depth to their squad very similar to Man City, where you know when you replace a given player, the quality of the next in line is quite high, you know. We're yeah. looking at the front tree that play today is not a bad one by any means. Angel Di Maria, Addison Cavani, Paulo Sarabia. This, to some extent, not necessarily Di Maria because, you know, he plays a lot, even with the first team. But this entire front line, it gets swapped out for one that's arguably better in Mbappe, Neymar, and, and Cardi, you know? Yeah. And that just is a testament to how deep they finally have built a really, really, really quality squad in PSG, you know? And it's just a sign of, you know, they really want to push for the champions. Like you yeah,
1: okay right now, they're before a lot of questions came with psg but okay they the squad depth squad depth and mentality right now squad depth is resolved now we just have to wait to see how the mentality looks and they have a lot of winners on the team there are a lot of big name players that could step up and and we all know we all know once things once things stay how it is in the league the bigot- the only step that that PSG yes, could go from now to go up is the challenge for that Champions League. Yeah. Whether 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 it even be semi-finals talk, but just to know that okay, we're going in the right direction. We know that our investment's paying off.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, it was a top or what I say top, eh? A close to the top of the table clash between um, Nantes and Sit at the end this weekend. Um Sit Etienne has been the intrigue of a lot of Arsenal fans given that um Saliba s- ooh, that's not any more name in you know. Saliba <laughs> has been playing for Sit Etienne and since he's been back they have been undefeated if I'm not mistaken. However, I don't think he actually played this week. I think he had a, s- a small muscle injury. But they have been a really good form. Um it isn't it isn't St. Etienne. But it is it why right. there is this T a that has this midfielder, um Sangari, who has been like rumored to
1: be like the next N'Golo Golo Sangari no. Yeah. He w- he not playing for for, for Nantes? Could be enough. I think so. I, I know I know who you're talking about. He he's very is very good now. I really think.
0: But uh, the names that you would usually associate with the top of the French division. Uh Golovin scored for Monaco in a one 0 win, but you know, Lee in the table let's have Monaco still sitting eleven. Leon still looking for that resurgence. Did it continue this weekend? We actually don't know. Because they still had to play Marseille at four o'clock and uh, which
1: is in two minutes. I oh know. Oh wait, oh no I no I mixed up I mix up I mixed up him for other fellow of my team. Sangare from from um, Toulouse. Yeah, uh, yes, Yeah, to lose because yeah. Yeah, he was good, he was good.
0: So Yeah, that's about it. That else we to talk about.
1: Um yeah, just a, a shocker that Marshall didn't make the friend side, does he?
0: Yeah, well I realize that the champs kinda already have in his head who he wants to be calling up. And that's just who's gonna get called up. You and have I to yeah, like
1: and and I think you already have this core. you already have these players who have this chemistry already. You're like, you know why dumb to root. Why, why you like why why change it? Why? Why change you now and bringing a new player that n- that's not really somebody that you could s- you can't really swap bro. Marshall in like for like,
0: bro. Hmm? Dump Torvin. Don't ever call he back up
1: again. Yeah, your. that's true.
0: Bringing Martial, or 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 bench Griezmann.
1: That's
0: not like a bad thing. That's true. Play an actual midfield tree, and then get an actual striker to play strike. like somebody who actually gonna score goals, like Martial. I would love to see Martial play on top with Dembele and Mbappe flank That him.
1: would be amazing. Exactly. That front tree would be crazy.
0: And then you actually have an actual midfield tree behind him with, um, let's like say Kante, well I know Pogba of it. but Kante, Dembélé, Awar, or Fakir, or something like that. you know the boss going to do Z. That that actual, no, but like seriously, like an actual midfield tree. I have had this bone of contention with Griezmann for so long now that He's a wonderful player, and w- at what he is, in terms of a player, he's one of the best Virgil in terms of being a shadow striker, a second striker. Mm. He's one of the best in the world. However, he's a very system-specific player, Virgil. He is made to play in a 4-4-2 off of another striker and can only function as such. We've seen him with Barca this year. He can't play on the wing. We saw it for France. He can't play on the wing. He just doesn't have it in him to be a winger anymore. Not at this modern age of what is expected as a winger. And you have to mold your entire team to get the best out of him. And I actually do think that France could be a bit bigger than him in terms of the talent available.
1: That's very true. Uh, if it was like France of a couple of years back with Griezmann yeah. where they were looking at, okay, Griezmann coming in the side what you see, 2014 to 2016,
0: I understood that. Yeah. Because Griezmann was the best player in France and, and I understood building the team around him. But that's not the case anymore. You know, Mbappe is the best French player there is right now. I the Pop plays for France is a better player than Griezmann plays for France and you know, Griezmann's get more singles off of penalties though. Stop playing, man. Build a proper team, not the champs. I honestly believe that France could have been actually better at the World Cup in terms sort of, like, actual style of play. Yeah. He wanted to build a counter-attack in Team Virgil, but we only had one outlet in Mbappe because yep, yep, yep. he had to unbalance the team to fit in Griezmann and bring Matuidi on the wing to cover for Griezmann's defensive frailties. Yeah, he the Chief. Hire me, dog. I'll get the best out of them. Anything else we to talk about? No.
1: Feel like, feel Still like feeling it. sad? Hey, you know, real um, setting um realties certain certain and you know thinking. You're
0: yeah, think about the like this. You nine points off the title. I nine
1: points off top four. Yeah. You know, November. Right now, I glad. Like I like I like I like, us, I like how, how us trying to get back there. It Are was serious? I don't like where I am. How, how, we how we were this was the same case last season of us trying to get back to that point of first, You know slowly.
0: Arsenal will start the season since the 82-83 season. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Get rid of this man. Arsenal historically does get 80-something percent of the points available in October. We have like two points in october three get rid of this disease called una emery dog <laughs> please do me a favor dog it's been nice guys follow us everywhere Cornflower a talk subscribe everywhere we have some coming up for the international break a little uh, recap to, uh, the predictions we made and how they've been going we're gonna bring back the whole crew hopefully for that show thank you guys as always for listening see you next time see you soon take it easy later